Linda Moser of Remax Living. Hello, I'm Glynis Crook. Thanks for joining me on Being Green. Today's World Turtle Day. Did you know that there are seven different species of sea turtles and all of them except two visit South Africa? They've existed in the world's oceans for over a hundred million years and are brilliant navigators, swimming hundreds or thousands of kilometers between feeding and nesting grounds. Sadly, almost all of the seven species are listed as endangered and three of them as critically endangered. Tens of thousands of them are lost each year to over-harvesting and illegal trade, to name but two of the threats that they face. I'm joined now by Talita Noble, Conservation Manager at the Two Oceans Aquarium Foundation's Turtle Conservation Centre. Talita, what are some of the other dangers that they face? So, hello, and thank you for having me. Sea turtles face a range of issues in the ocean. Two of the big ones that we see here in our Turtle Conservation Centre are the impact of plastic pollution and of ghost fishing gear. What is ghost fishing gear? Ghost fishing is nets that are used initially for fishing, but then are discarded once once they're no longer useful. But whilst floating in the water, they still catch animals that or marine life in the ocean. And unfortunately, sea turtles, fish, many animals find themselves entangled in this gear. And of course, we know about the trouble with plastic pollution. There was the story of your very famous turtle, Bob, who swallowed a large amount of plastic. I read somewhere, however, that even under the best natural conditions, few of them survive their first year. Why is that? So turtles um, have a really rough start to life. <laughs> the mother lays her eggs and after six to eight weeks of incubation, they hatch. But at the point of hatching, they're very small. They can fit into the palm of your hand and they are also very soft, their shells. And so everything from crabs to ants to birds to fish try and eat them and often successfully in that first period of time. They are yeah, very small in a very big ocean and without their hard shell for protection, they are are eaten very easily. As they grow bigger, though, and their shell starts to harden, the level of predators they have keeps getting smaller. And so by the time they're adults, they actually don't have many natural predators at all anymore. Yeah. Speaking of their shells, three fun facts that I read. Turtles don't have teeth. Their shells are actually made of over 50 bones that are fused together. And the largest turtle ever found, which was in Wales in 1988, was a leatherback which weighed over 900 kilograms and was two and a half meters long. Gosh, that was really astounding for me. But Talita, tell me, why are marine turtles important to the ocean environment? Turtles are important for many reasons. One of the key factors is that they are keystone species. This is a, a biological term, which means that they are important in keeping ecosystems in the ocean together. So there are quite a few sea turtles that live on coral reefs, and they are responsible for maintaining. They're basically like lawnmowers on coral reefs, often eating the algae, making sure that the coral is um, 
is sort of healthy and fresh. They also act as a vehicle for many little hitchhikers transporting animals from one reef to another, little bugs and, and ocean critters. And they, yeah, I mean, they have, they have many other, other sort of values that we actually don't yet fully understand or comprehend. But in conservation, they also play an incredibly important species as a role, as a flagship species. Turtles speak to or indicate the health of our oceans. Um, they are firsthand experiencing some of the biggest human influences on our ocean. And they represent that, but they also represent the hope and the strength and the resilience that comes when we try and fix it. Um, and when we do our part to change and protect their home. And so at the Turtle Conservation Center, we take the role, that role particularly of ambassador and flagship species very seriously. Mm. So really, really important to take care of them. Now, you have been doing this and on this Youth Day, I think this is a wonderful story. You've been caring for some youngsters out at De Hoop Marine Protected Area. Yes, we a while ago we had quite a few turtles strand from that area and other areas in the Western Cape, particularly a few young green turtles and hawksbill turtles, and five of there were five that we um, were busy rehabilitating and were all in May cleared for release, and we were very excited to for the first time ever actually release these turtles in the Herb Marine Protected Area, which was very special for us. Well, there's some good news on this Youth Day letting go. I think they were called um, Zelina and Amigo. Thanks there very much to Talita Noble of the Two Oceans Aquarium Foundation's Turtle Conservation Centre. And that's it for this week. Till next time, from me, Glynis Crook, take care and goodbye. Being Green is brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community. At Remax Living Real Estate, our ethos is built on giving back. From sponsoring music broadcasts to FMR's Being Green, our focus is on making your world more harmonious and our planet more sustainable. So when it comes to choosing a real estate partner, don't go for anything less than people who are maximum givers. Galinda Moser from Remax Living Real Estate. FMR.